I've been playing like co-ed softball, mm. kind of the thing that, that everybody does, but there's, you know, it always left something kind of wanting, you know, in a weird way. And, and I didn't know what that was until I discovered Sandlot. That's Nick Fowler of the South Austin Parakeets talking about his introduction to Sandlot. Welcome to Sandlot Social Club. I'm Adam, your host. Nick is one of the founders of a team that started tossing the ball around a few years ago with a shared vision to revamp baseball at the South Austin Rec Center. We met up on an extra chilly day at King Bee, one of my favorite East Austin bars, to talk about those plans and some of the lessons he's learned in the process of starting a Sandlot team, from branding to playing mantras. It's a bar, so it sounds like a bar, which is to say, a little noisy and really, really lovely. This Instagram account pops up, and it's South Austin. Um, it's like South Austin Sandlot or something like that. And I mean, within seconds of me discovering that, I messaged whoever had started that account, and it ended up being this guy named Stephen Becker, who uh, who worked at South Austin Rec, and he was trying to start a team because he was like, I have this idea, I have this crazy idea that if we, we start a team, we might be able to get the city um, to basically invest in this field and, and you know and, and revamp it a little bit you know what i mean because mm -hmm. at that time i mean if you've ever seen the south austin wreck it's basically a wide open field there's a running track that's around it now but um that was kind of the goal and so you know i, I connected with him we we met up and we like those you know first couple quote-unquote practices were literally just me and him throwing a ball yeah. and just talking and daydreaming about what baseball at the at the South Austin Rec, you know, could potentially be if if it if it worked out. And then, you know, on the other side of this coin, there's a guy, one of the co-founders too. His name is uh, Will Jones. We had kind of joined forces, and he had brought out like a, like a ton of people. And you know, we had met up to practice a couple of times, but it just kept growing and growing and growing. Yeah. So like, it's like one week I'm throwing with Steven, the next week, you know, there's like five of us, and then. I don't, we don't practice for two weeks, but then the next time we come out, there's, you know, 15. And then like, you know, some of the, some of the best memories I have of some of the guys on the team, like there's this guy named Brandon. There's a lot of guys that on our, the, on our team, like live in the area, but mm -hmm. they all walk to the field. Nice. And I swear to God, I mean, it was like a field of dreams moment. I look out there one day and I see Brandon with a bat and a glove on his shoulder, just walking to the field, like just walking, yeah. emerging from the woods that exists out there. And so, yeah, I mean, that was more or less kind of the, the start of it, um, to say the least, and, and how the Keats got started. The Keats are as nice to look at as they are fun to play against, and some credit for that certainly goes to their twist on baseball style. This logo that I'm wearing, which is like the skull and skull and crossbones, this wasn't necessary, wasn't supposed to be like a perennial thing mm -hmm. we had actually we have like another logo that that's more similar to the st louis cardinals logo so it's like a parakeet on a bat it says south austin parakeets on it 
But the first year that we had gotten started, we had had a bunch of questions like from just like friends and family and people, just people close to the Keats that were like, you know, we want merch, you know, and, and you know, we, we want to like support you guys and, and do that whole thing. And so, you know, I, you know, we were our first season, our first real season was 2019 because we had gotten our start like summer of 2018. Um, and so, yeah, like I had reached out to this guy uh, named Evan Wansbro who had developed all of the logos for East Van Baseball. Okay, and so that I mean. was like I had seen all of his like logo like designs, and I, I mean, if you've ever seen East Van stuff, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's like, really cool. yeah, I mean, the, the stuff that he does is rad. And so I had reached out to him about you know potentially doing just kind of like a one-off like some one-off designs for like just a like a like a merch thing. You know, that was it. Like that's all I really was looking to get out of it. And then it just you know we had we had kind of thrown around some ideas for like what we wanted. Um, and like the inspiration, I guess, behind the logo was like, what would it look like? And what we kind of jumped, I kind of jumped the gun on this, but like, it was like, I had always wanted like, like a mascot, mm-hmm. um, like a Keats mascot, right? Like the Orioles O or something like that. And like, cause like that was served somewhat as the inspiration for kind of where my mind was at the time. But then I like took it a step further, like an idiot. And I was like, well, what would that look like if he were dead? Or what would it look like if it was like, you know, like a Halloween version where he's wearing like a Halloween mask, you know what I mean? And I think if you're doing any sort of brainstorming of any kind, any subject, you should always ask the question, what would it be like if it were dead? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Being someone who kind of got this stuff up and running, I've noticed this, I'm sure you've noticed this too. There's interest, like there are people seeing stuff on Instagram, they're seeing yeah. stuff in other cities, yeah. in other towns, and they're saying, I want to do this, you know. I want to. I want to get. I want to get something together like this. What kind of advice do you have, or like thoughts do you have for people like that that are kind of, kind of on that, you yeah, know, in that yeah. mindset of like, hey, I, I, I have an inkling to go out to the field and throw some shit around and hit it. Yeah. No. I mean, I would say, and it's so funny you bring this up because I actually so the Moon Towers. I talked to to Jim, who is the uh, who started the, who like started that team with yeah. with another guy. Like we actually, uh, I met up with him like via Skype one day, and just kind of like just offered as much advice to him as I could give because you know there's a lot of things that we learned in that process. One of them, I think, one of the lessons that I've learned is like don't rush things. Right. Just let it happen. And you know, let the chips fall where they may. Um, especially when it comes to like branding or uniforms, don't rush anything. Just play. Just go yeah. out there and play, and really work on who's going to be that core foundation of players. Nick and I both used to play baseball as kids. Him quite competitively down here in Texas, and me less so in the somewhat drier baseball northeast so of course we got to talking about how it feels to be playing the game now as adults after such a long time away what's the difference in feeling for you when you're playing now than when you used to play i don't hate it (laughs) (laughs) but i will say the thing that somebody told me i never thought about this until i started playing sandlot baseball is like 
you know, we used to play these tournaments in high school and it was usually kind of like a hodgepodge group of like people from, you know, my hometown. And, you know, this was around the time when Select was, you know, and still is, but like Select Ball was like really, really big, right? And I remember somebody telling me like, dude, you play so much better when your dad isn't here. And I kind of brushed it off and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I can relax. And that was a big part of it, right? I didn't realize how much pressure that I felt with him there kind of mm -hmm. thing. And I know that sounds really bad, but it's true because when I think about the reasons that I love Sandlot, there's no pressure to quote unquote perform because it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Your stats don't matter. What matters is Even that you're enjoying it's, yourself. It's the whole point of this is to enjoy it like you did when you were a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and that to me is what I love about it the most. I love that about Sandlot too. And so I asked Nick if he could capture that perspective shift in some words of advice or playing mantras. Probably, I mean, and this is kind of a cliche, but the look good, feel good, play good, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, or yeah. play or play decent. I want to I want to look good too. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my mantra. I like, like that. Look <laughs> I feel like for me, especially at this point in time, it's like I just want to look cool in my uniform. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll play good, but most, but like, again, like, big emphasis on the feel good part of it you yeah, know yeah. What i mean like i think at the end of the day it's such an escape yeah, from yeah, everything yeah. that you know our generation kind of has as yeah, a, yeah. like a distraction yeah yeah so ultimately yeah like it's for you know three hours uh of your time you get to focus on something that isn't a screen and you can kind of forget about all of the yeah. issues of the of the world no matter oh, yeah. like you know no matter what's going on you can just focus on, you know, your next AB yeah, yeah. or, you know, cracking another fucking cold one. Maybe it was the beer, but before we closed our tab, Nick got me to share my own dreamy vision for Sandlot. Every town, every town should have a baseball game happening in it. And all these fields that I drive by that are empty should be filled. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what I, that's what I see as the possible sort of endpoint of this, or not an endpoint because I don't want it to end. Right. Really. Right, but, yeah. You know. Uh, and I know that sounds kind of like grandiose in a way of Not like all, let's fill up every baseball field in America with yeah. people, no. but like I I think. I think that's a great place to, to want to end up. And even if you don't kind of get there, you're going to do some pretty awesome shit along the way. Thank you, Nick, for coming on the show. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please consider giving us some stars or a good review. It really helps. You can also follow us on Instagram at Sandlot Social Club Podcast for even more sounds of Sandlot or send us a message at Sandlot Social Club Podcast at gmail.com if you want to talk baseball. And for all of you out there starting Sandlot teams or dreaming of it, don't say Nick didn't warn you about what lies ahead. I've been like Frankenstein ever since. Mm -hmm. like just running around like spreading the gospel of it. Yeah. <laughs>